with all that's happening in the world, we are wishing you all the best in health, happiness, and love. Be safe. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lunita. I'm Nina. And I'm Justin. And we're just two parents coming at you from our tiny ass apartment in Brooklyn. Luna is currently back at daycare. Thank you, daycare. Thank, Thank you to the parents. Uh, the kids are now wearing masks. Yeah. Well, some are. Some of them. You like, know. Just put your kid in a mask and keep it pushing. But i um, so proud of Luna. She's having such a great time. She was so excited to get back to daycare. And uh, she's just been singing so much. Like, I love that they do so much singing there. Love it. I love it. Yeah. She's um, on her way to winning American Idol Toddler Edition. Yeah. Um, really enjoying this age. So, parents, if you got a younger one, it gets pretty fun. And sorry to all the parents that got teenagers now. Yeah, our bad. so on this week's episode we are going to be talking about something that's pretty near and dear to our hearts um which is how to deal with your trauma so before we start this episode off we're gonna hit you with a quick trigger warning this episode discusses traumatic events such as abuse and neglect if you have small ones around plug your headphones in or wait until you are alone If you do not have capacity to listen in on this topic at this time, that's totally fine. Take care of yourself, know your limits, and honor them. So this is an important topic to us because it's something we constantly see being played out in all aspects of life. People who have gone through something painful or traumatic or hurtful, they don't know how to reconcile the pain. They continue to perpetuate the cycle of being really hurtful or neglectful or just irresponsible with other people's feelings, sometimes even with their own. And it is seen as the norm in our culture, that it's okay to not deal with your shit and that it's okay to just kind of sweep it under the rug, act like it didn't happen, and then be an asshole or a bully to other people. See, I feel like it's even more than okay. It's encouraged. Exactly. So the way that most people deal with their traumas is literally like... By not dealing with them. Get over it. Even like, no lie, this hit me so hard when we were watching Frozen with Luna. Like, for anybody that's seen Frozen, Elsa had so much trauma. Dude, all Disney movies like How start out with normal? trauma. It's very bizarre. It was like her parents just locked her away in a castle and severely emotionally neglected her until she was old enough to run their kingdom when they died like and that's supposed to be normal and then like that's she's like just seen as good parent that's seen as good parenting <laughs> and then she's just over it and the other sister anna is like you haven't talked to me for like 20 years now our parents are dead like what's up and she's just like no fuck you you don't even know me 
I mean, seeing that in a movie and seeing how this is supposed to be normal and how kids are just eating this shit up, not just with Frozen, with so many things. I'm thinking when bad things happen to you, you just push it down and don't deal with it. But like, well, I think that that was actually the the moral of the story eventually ended up that, you know, love helped her overcome her traumas. Yeah, but like, sis still needs serious therapy. psychotherapy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that shit was not normal. But the point we're getting at is it's just, it's so normalized in our culture that it's okay if bad things happen to you, which it is, and it doesn't mean it's your fault, but it also doesn't give you the right or the excuse to treat other people like shit later on because you don't know how to reconcile your own traumas. So here at Lunita, we really believe, you know, we all are capable with the right support of living our best lives. And sometimes that means working through the tough shit. We're not saying that we're totally healed or that we know everything because Lord knows Justin and I are a hot mess like five out of seven days of the week. But we're, we're working on Working it. on our traumas. We're acknowledging it and we're working on it. And that's what we want to encourage you to do today too. Yeah. So who is this episode for and who has trauma? Um, literally every single person that's ever lived has trauma that ever will live that ever has lived because trauma is subjective meaning that what's traumatic to one person might not be to another person so it's never our job to judge or be a fucking detective or try to make sense of something that happened to another person it's our job to understand we have our own traumas to deal with Focus on yourself and focus on where you are struggling. And if somebody discloses a trauma to you, it's not your job to decide whether or not that's a trauma that. Yeah. They... Well, that doesn't sound like that big of a deal. That happened to me and I'm fine. Are you sure that it happened to you? Like, don't do that shit. Do not do that shit. Yeah. Everybody takes in trauma differently and everybody expresses trauma differently. Mm -hmm. And I just want to add that not only is every single human being in the history of life experienced trauma, the planet has experienced severe so trauma and we're trauma. part of that ecosystem and yeah. we're part of that living organism, Earth. Yeah. Collective consciousness as a whole, humanity has experienced trauma. Right now, we're currently going through a mass trauma, COVID. Like a mass trauma. That's only one of them. So we're living in a time where vicarious trauma or secondary trauma, and we're going to get to this shortly, is the minimum. The minimum. At the minimum, anytime you turn on the TV to watch the news, depending on the channel you watch, uh, you've just received secondary trauma. I would aim to say that the news is traumatizing people. Oh, hell yeah. I can't even watch it. I can't even turn the shit on. It's like the news and Frozen just be triggering me. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck both of those things. So point is, you know, we're all in this together. Let's all try and heal ourselves so that we can get to the real work, which is healing this planet and... Healing um, each other. Healing each other. And ourselves. And ourselves, exactly. So let's jump into it. What is trauma? How do we define trauma? 
So trauma can be described a lot of different ways, but we want to really simplify it here. Trauma is basically any event that causes distress. And especially continued distress. Mm -hmm. Also want to say that trauma is subjective. Mm -hmm. Again, one person's trauma may not be another person's trauma. So we should never judge and never consider somebody less than or weaker than another person based on what they experienced. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Trauma can be firsthand, which means something distressing or traumatic happened directly to you. Or it can be secondhand. You witnessed a trauma or somebody is telling you about their trauma and releasing that trauma kind of onto you. Totally. Uh, This especially happens with people such as therapists or mental health professionals. Yep. Teachers, any type of emergency role, whether you're like a paramedic or emergency nurse or doctor, um, those are really high stress environments where trauma is easily passed from person to person. Yeah. And that isn't to say that those are the only people that can experience this vicarious secondary trauma. Mm -hmm. That's just saying that they're at much higher of a risk. Totally. Anybody that also works for crisis work. Totally. I also want to add that trauma can be in your consciousness, so you're actually aware of these traumatic events that have happened to you, or they could be subconscious or unconscious traumas that live inside of you, whether that be through the passing down of our intergenerational trauma, which we'll touch more on here in a second, or it's something that happened so far back in your childhood or something that you just don't remember it. And then lastly, there's intergenerational trauma or traumas that have happened to our ancestors and have been unfortunately passed down through our DNA Mm -hmm. because there are studies out there that show that trauma lives in the body Mm -hmm. and we can pass that down from generation to generation. So maybe something that triggers you, you don't even know why you're triggered by it. Totally. And it could be from a past relative. Now, this is especially true for... People that have had a history of slavery, people whose ancestors have experienced war or famine or genocide. And the list goes on, of course, which is exactly what we're going to talk about next. What actually causes these traumas? So we're going to keep saying it throughout this episode, but trauma is subjective. So anything that causes distress can cause trauma. But to give you a little more context, any form of abuse whether it's physical, psychological, financial, emotional, sexual, other events that are likely to cause trauma, assault, violence, neglect. Natural disasters, accidents, injuries, bullying. War, famine, birth even, and definitely loss. Now, all of these can be amplified if it happened during childhood, it has happened repeatedly, someone is particularly cruel to us, uh, possibly a parent figure or a anyone in authority a position figure. of authority. Yeah. Yeah. We have experienced multiple traumas on top of one another. Mm -hmm. So that can obviously amplify a trauma. Yeah, totally. 
or during the trauma or witnessing of the trauma, you felt helpless to defend yourself. Or to stop it from happening to someone else. Yeah. So how do these traumas hold us back? All right, we know what traumas are. We know what causes them. How are traumas expressed by us humans? They can be expressed a lot, a lot of different ways, and we're not going to get into the full list, but some ways that they can kind of come out would be through a lack of self-esteem or a lack of self-confidence. A lot of people who struggle with addiction have experienced severe trauma at one time or another in their life. It can also be part of the equation into mental health issues. Trauma experienced can cause anxiety, depression, and a long list of other mental health issues that people face later in life. Your traumas can bleed into your relationships and cause issues there, mm-hmm. both romantic and platonic. Mm-hmm. Um, traumas can cause a repeating of the cycle. Mm-hmm. So totally. a traumatic event caused alcoholism, which then lives for how many generations in a family? Yeah. Or you witness a traumatic event like like your father beating up your mother and you never get the support you need to kind of deal with that and you never get out of that situation until you're an adult and then you go into relationships thinking it's normal to beat up women because that's what you saw happen. Again, having a trauma happen to you does not excuse you being a shitty person, but it is sometimes part of the reason people are shitty. Yeah, could um, explain a few things. Yep. It can cause financial issues, learning hurdles. Mm-hmm. I put self-love issues. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I guess that's kind of like self-esteem. But Yeah, totally. But- just don't believing that you deserve the love that you receive from others and yourself. Or believing you deserve too much love because you didn't get what you needed earlier on. Mm, true. Um, self-destructive behaviors. General assholeness. Yeah, just generally. This being, is a big one. You know, that's not to say that if you've been traumatized, you're an asshole, but plenty of assholes have trauma. Let's put it like that. Yeah, and it's not to say that all assholes have. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's not to say that all assholes are assholes because they're traumatized. No, some are assholes just because. But everybody has trauma, and I can bet that for some of the most rude, unkind people you've met in your life, if you look far enough back at what they've gone through, things weren't great for them. Yeah. Then there's avoidance and denial. Yeah, these are common. I feel like denial is how the majority of the world deals with everything and particularly with trauma because we're so conditioned to not deal with things that aren't fun yeah, or to ignore as much as we can. So moving on, there's a lot of different ways trauma can affect how we operate in this world, but now we want to focus on the healing part, how and why to heal. So healing allows us to move forward past these traumas, even through these traumas, and possibly even grow from these traumas. Mm -hmm. 
a traumatic experience doesn't have to hold you back your entire life. Mm-mm. A traumatic experience actually could be the catalyst that allows you to grow into the person that you were meant to be. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that if they've handled their traumas, faced their traumas, and gone through their traumas, actually come out the other side a much stronger person with a much more beautiful story to share with the world. And you're much less likely to pass it on to future generations. Definitely. Which takes us into this idea of intergenerational traumas and intergenerational healing. You want to heal so that you don't pass that trauma along any further down the lineage line. Right. 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 But also, and this happened to come to me through my personal psychedelic experiences, so this is only a belief of mine. I believe that working through your traumas and healing your traumas in this life actually also doubles down and heals the the past traumas that our ancestors have dealt with. Yeah. So not only are you ending the cycle with you, you're also healing your healing the spirits of your deceased ancestors. Yeah, most definitely. So basically, you know, my healing is the healing of my people. Most definitely. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. But really, before any of this healing can take place, we need to first acknowledge that healing does need to occur. And lastly, before we get into our pro tips here, why would someone want to deal with their traumas and heal from their traumas? Because life sucks less when you do. You're a happier person. (laughs) (laughs) You're a happier person to be around. Uh, For real. You don't pass your traumas down to your children Mm -hmm. or on to other family members or friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You find out how strong of a person you are. Mm -hmm. You adapt accordingly. Mm Mm-hmm. And And you can avoid future traumas. And I feel like it also allows you to learn to fully accept love. Which is a big one. Yeah, and to accept yourself. Like That's a whole nother episode, yeah, for for sure. But for real. But Justin and I have worked really hard on our own and together over the years at trying to make sense of the traumas that have been handed down to us and the traumas that have been added and piled on yeah because it's really you know healing is never fun it can be more painful to heal than to stay in denial but from my lived experience i can say that it's always been worth it even if it didn't feel worth it in the moment yeah healing is not what you think of or or a meme that you see where you are just frolicking with butterflies because now it's better yeah Healing is going into the shadows of your soul Mm -hmm. and finding where that pain originates from, Mm -hmm. facing that pain Mm -hmm. head on, Mm -hmm. and then bringing that pain, unfortunately, to the forefront of your consciousness and living with it. Yeah. Correct. That doesn't sound like a good time. Like, no wonder so many people are in denial. As you're describing it, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I would rather just live in this fantasy-filled land of... HGTV in my (laughs) snuggie. Like, fuck healing. I'm tired. But you'll grow into who you want to be a little bit quicker Mm -hmm. and um, a lot more smoother, Mm -hmm. smoothly. Mm -hmm. Smoother, smoothly. 
So with that, we're going to jump into our Okay. So if you feel you've been traumatized or gone through traumatic experiences. Which you have. Which you have. But we're specifically talking to the people who feel that they have and can acknowledge them. Mm -hmm. I want to heal. Therapy is the bomb.com and I highly recommend. Now, there's different types of therapy. A lot of people hear therapy and they think the very classic like laying on a red leather couch while a dude in glasses pretends to write notes about you and is really drawing pictures of dicks. Yep. No. Um, talk therapy can be one form of therapy and it works for a lot of people but it doesn't work for everyone it really depends on how you heal best some people don't do well with talking about it physical therapy for physical traumas but also some emotional traumas physical therapy can be really helpful because it helps you quite literally get your strength back um spiritual therapies which we'll talk more about later in another episode Whenever we're always talking about it, hypnotherapy, because sometimes you need to get into the subconscious parts of your mind mm -hmm. in order to really deal with what you're going through. We're not always aware of what we're going through. Some of us are on autopilot more than we'd like to be. Yeah. And I do just want to say hypnotherapy is not like get out. No, it's not. It's you're much more in control of the situation. Yeah. And, and we, we're probably going to dedicate an entire episode to hypnotherapy. Love hypnotherapy. But yeah, yeah, nobody's swinging a clock or a pendulum in front of your face until your eyes well, get maybe, very low. Well, maybe, you know, but, but you could also snap out of it on your own at any moment. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But that's besides the point. Um, yeah, I mean, therapy is number one. Yeah. It's, it always helps to deal with it in a supportive environment. Mm -hmm. And do with, your research on your therapist. Yeah, with with trained professionals that mm -hmm. their entire career has been dedicated to helping people handle their trauma. Correct. And not so. every therapist is going to be the right one for you. And not every therapist is going to be an expert in the type of trauma you've experienced or the right fit. But there's enough of them out there that you have options. And now with the way 2020 has gone, I truly feel like telehealth and getting mental health services without having to go see someone in person or spend a ton of money has become more and more of an option for lots and lots yeah, of people. Yeah, accessibility is growing. Yeah, that's what I meant yeah. the whole time. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, yes, and I can say personally as a talk therapist, you know, your therapist also has a therapist, boo. So nobody's perfect. And when yep. you're looking for a therapist, make sure that you're looking for someone who you feel like you can genuinely be authentic with. Um, you don't need to feel like you have to perform. You have to be somebody else or that your therapist is judging you. If you feel that way, bring it up to them. If they don't give you the resolution you want, get a new therapist. There's enough of them out there. Trust. All right. And then when we talk about therapy, there's also somatic therapies. These are things that are therapeutic to your soul, that are healing to you, that are not even considered traditional forms of therapy sometimes. So there's art, right? You can do art therapy or sometimes even just creating art can be therapeutic for folks. You don't have to see an art therapist. Uh, dance, again, same thing. Movement, same thing comedy, music, there's a million ways people 
deal with their traumas. Deal with their traumas. They turn it into careers. They turn it into hobbies. They turn it into knowledge. They turn it into empowerment. I think it was Oprah that talked about how when she was really young, she was sexually assaulted. And she's used that throughout her career to educate people on sexual assault and to empower people who are survivors of sexual assault. So you can always turn your trauma around. Yeah. And in a world of trauma, be an Oprah. Always be an Oprah. Our next one, journaling. Uh, I'm a journal fanatic. I just think that it has helped me heal in the most profound ways. Mm -hmm. So it just helps to, you know, get your thoughts down on paper. And it also helps to identify and organize um, these traumas and the paths that those traumas have taken us down. Totally. Totally. Meditation, we talk about in a lot of pro tips, because meditation has been very transformative for us. That doesn't mean it's going to work for you. I personally need to do it guided. I'm not at the level where I can sit alone with my thoughts and have them not get all jumbled up. But a guided meditation a few times a week, especially when I'm starting to feel overwhelmed or I know I'm going to have a stressful day, mm-hmm. makes a really big difference in me just being able to feel more in control. It just reminds me that... All of these emotions that I feel are clouds Mm -hmm. and that I don't have to latch on to a cloud or or a specific emotion and allow that to control my day because it's going to be gone in a couple of minutes anyways, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, hopefully by meditating and practicing that meditation, you can see the trigger and then let it float away like a cloud. Yeah. That's how clouds roll. Yeah. Sometimes they thunder, sometimes they storm, sometimes they snow, but they always pass. Mm -hmm. Um, This mode of uh, trauma healing, healing. (laughs) yeah, Um, one of my personal favorites. Same. Psychedelic use. Not recommended for everyone. Know yourself and know your limits, but you know we love some psychedelics over here. Yeah, and... More times than not, whenever diving into a psychedelic experience, I've been confronted with some traumas. Mm -hmm. Luckily, a lot of the times they're in humorous ways or even ways that are like very non-threatening. Yeah, same. But be careful because whenever you are doing trauma work on psychedelics, it can take you to a darker place. And um, many people actually consider these quote unquote bad trips. We prefer the term difficult journeys Mm -hmm. because um, they do require some work. But whenever you face, yeah, whenever you face those traumas, I would aim to say that there's there's no quicker way to heal them than than through facing them in a psychedelic journey. Yeah, and that's not to say that they're going to fix all your problems or that poof, you take psychedelics and your traumas are gone. Um, We really encourage you to do your research on that one. It is not for everybody and it might not be what's best for you in the moment. So check out some of our other episodes. Tripping 101. We're going to be doing one on integration, which Mm -hmm. is taking those experiences and actually applying them to your life. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you're not full on into, into going through the hallucinogenic journeys, um, check out our episode on microdosing because that one's helped uh, tremendously as well. Definitely. Definitely. This one's very similar to meditation for me in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, breath work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing a lot of yoga, which is a very meditative exercise, but really focusing on that breath makes it a hell of a lot easier to allow those emotions to pass by as in a meditation. So if I find myself being triggered or I find myself getting high levels of cortisol and stress and wanting to kind of dissociate from what's happening at the time or at the moment, I can sit there and as long as I bring everything back to my breath, it really grounds me and reminds me of who I am today and that that trauma doesn't define who I am right now, how I express that trauma does. Totally. And if I can express it in a much less reactive way, then I think that uh, I'm doing my part. Yeah, man. Towards hopefully not passing that trauma down to Luna. We're trying. We're trying. That's trying, Luna. Good trying. luck in life, all right? Blame us for everything when you're 50. Girl, I'm trying. <laughs> um, energy and body work can also be very healing. Reiki, yoga, like Justin just talked about, shiatsu, acupuncture, cupping, qigong, tai chi, etc. are all really great forms of energy and body work that can help to move stagnant energy, release negativity, and just kind of get more in touch with your body, mind, and spirit at the same time. Yeah, and also I would I would aim to say um, chakra work as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only one I got to add. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, um, also, you know, speaking with alternative healers mm-hmm. is a good way of Especially for intergenerational trauma, I find it very helpful. Oh, yeah. I've had some really powerful experiences with some healers in my life. And I'm also a tarot reader, so I would like to hope at least one of my clients can say the same about me. Shout out to my tarot clients. Heck yeah. Um, there's a lot of different types of healers out there. Yeah, and we're, we're only going to mention a few. Uh, past life regression. So helpful. Especially I found that helpful for me when I was dealing with physical ailments, health issues. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Again, hypnotherapy. People can see this as alternative healing uh, or therapy Mm -hmm. or both. Or both. Uh, Human design charts, birth charts, tarot readings, um, spiritual healers, including mediums, which, again, solace sisters. I believe it's thesolacesisters.com, code LUNITA10 at checkout. Love the Solace Sisters. So Mm -hmm. uh, huge shout out to them. And the medium reading that I had with them was just like one filled with tears. Mm -hmm. Um, They can be very Tears of gratitude and and tears of love and joy. But it definitely, uh, very specific traumas were brought up in there. Mm -hmm. And very intergenerational traumas. Yeah. And um, just acknowledging them and moving forward has has at least at minimum been a weight off my shoulders. Yeah, because loss is a trauma too, obviously. Um, 
Santeria is a wonderful spiritual practice. A lot of people are becoming more aware of. You can see a Santera, you can see a Babalao, you can see a psychic, you can see a witch. Also, certain types of ceremonies can help to remove trauma or to acknowledge it or ask it to leave your body. Some traumas, especially intergenerational ones, are there for no other reason than it's in your lineage and mm -hmm. I've had some pretty powerful cord cutting ceremonies where I've very cautiously but carefully been like, get the fuck out. Totally. <laughs> Please leave my body. And it's worked. Or I believe asking the traumas what they're there for. Yeah. I mean, that happens too. So why, what, what do I need to learn from this trauma? Or what can I learn from this trauma to move forward? Correct. Yeah. And... Um, you'd be surprised at some of the answers to that. Mm -hmm. So finally, we're going to hit you all with the wrap up because in a nutshell, trauma happens to everyone. It is often unpreventable, unexpected. It hurts, it sucks, and it's never your fault. There's always room for growth. There's always room for change and there's always room for healing. You are not your traumas. Although they may be with you, they may never fully leave you, it doesn't define you. You can learn to live with traumas in a safe, healthy way where you're not repeating a cycle and causing more trauma to others. Experiencing trauma is never, ever, ever an excuse to perpetuate it. Take accountability for all the parts of you and your lived experiences with grace and dignity, even the parts of you that you don't like. You're capable, you're lovable, you're worthy, and you can do this. Healing your trauma helps heal your ancestors' traumas. Sometimes we're called to do the work because we are the ones that have the strength to do it. We are the ones that have the courage and the bravery and the power to do it. And I like to sometimes look at it as I don't want to say a curse, but a real fucking inconvenience and a blessing to know that I've been asked to do this work because when it ends, it ends with me. And it ends for all the people in my lineage that didn't have the option and the privilege of focusing on healing their traumas. For so many of our ancestors, they just had to survive thinking about why they are the way they are or what caused this or how can they be better was like, who has the time for that? Mm -hmm. So take it one day at a time because there's always going to be hope. Yeah. I obviously couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> um, the only thing I want to add is that healing your traumas and even acknowledging your traumas is difficult work. And we're not here to say that it's simple or easy or that it won't add more stress and pain to your life in the short term. Mm -hmm. It will. But whenever you come out the other side and you are a better person because of it and you've stopped the cycle of continuation with you, there's a special sense of service to others that mm -hmm. comes with that. Mm -hmm. And that service to others 
really allows for the opportunity for you to love yourself more. Yeah. And that's the work that's going to get you the hell up out of here for good. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us for another episode. We appreciate you and have a beautiful whatever comes next. Yeah. If you enjoy Lunita, please subscribe and leave a review, share with a friend, or share on your favorite social media platform. If you want to show even more support, consider joining our Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us continue to bring higher quality content to the world. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram, at Lunita Podcast, and be sure to check out lunita.nyc for supplemental posts, additional material, and more. And if you haven't heard it yet today, you are loved, you are appreciated, and we will see you on the other side. Can you say thank you, everybody? Thank you, everybody.